Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. It's me, Roscoe, and welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast, which is proudly sponsored by John Fallis Solicitors. Big up Mark Kennedy and the team over there for their continued support. And today is a breaking podcast because... I'm not going to be joined by a co-host. Um, I've scrapped that. Blue left me and I've decided I can't replace her. So I'm just going to be joined by a special guest every episode. And today I'm joined by an award-winning, flying fullback in Maisie Barker. Maisie, it's it's great to have you on. How's things? Yeah, all good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, just excited to have a little chat about how the season's gone so far. And yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, looking forward to it, Maisie. It's a nice little chinwag with you to talk about um, your season as a whole. Obviously, the Oxford defeat and then also look ahead to the Cholton game in the FA Cup. Uh, Maisie, let's get started then with um, you as a player, as a person. Um, I always like to know someone's background in football. Yeah. How, how did you get into it? Did you, was it family? How does it start? Um, it's not those typical stories where I'm playing football in the park with my brother. Um do you know what? I was just a re- I was just a young kid with a lot of energy. Um, so my aunt would bring me to to pretty much every single sports class that there, there was, like street dancing, cricket, netball, rugby, everything. And um, yeah, I just started playing football, and I just really enjoyed it. Um, and then started playing for my local team, AFC Wembley, um, which obviously was a team of boys, which. I just love so much. Like I just, I love being the only girl there. Like I just, just felt kind of special, you know. Um, because yeah, the boys like they all thought that that playing with a girl like it was a bit of a disadvantage. But yeah, I just loved it to be fair. And then after that, I shortly went to uh, Middlesex. Um, we was an RTC back in the day. I was there for four years. Got scouted to go to there, which was my first experience of women's football, not women's football, girls football, playing with um, girls all across the country for this team. Um, so, yeah, I was there for four years until, unfortunately, it folded. Um, and then I needed to find a new challenge. So I went to Oxford RTC at the time, um, was there for a season, um, which was really good. And then, yeah, after that, joined Chelsea and I was there for three years. Um, obviously, really enjoyed my time there, a lot, learned a lot of stuff, made some really good friends, played under some really good coaches. Um and then after Chelsea, I was 17, turning 18. And I just wanted a challenge. I wanted to play first-team football. I wanted to kind of be exposed to a level that was harder than harder than academy football. Um, so, yeah, I made the decision to go to, to West Ham and, and be with the first team there. Um, and, yeah, no, my West my time at West Ham was really, was really fun, really good. Um, played under three or four managers. But I learned a lot from each of the managers. Um they all really helped me develop as a person, as a player. Um, and although my time at West Ham was obviously not the best in terms of football, because obviously I had really, really tough injuries, but I made my WSL debut. I made my 
Courtney Cup debut, my FA Cup debut. Um, and yeah, like I just, I'm so grateful for the time there. Um, and I'd like to think I left West Ham as as a really developed character. Um, I went there as a kid and now I feel like I'm a really, the way I see football and life is is more mature. And yeah, just really grateful for the experiences there and I wouldn't change anything for the world. And now, yeah, I'm, I'm Ipswich. Yeah, I, I want to quickly just talk about, you know, your debut for West Ham because um, to play in the Super League, you know, I'm sure that was a dream come true. You know, that's what you want to do. Um, take you back to that. Unfortunately, it was a defeat against Man City, but that must have been a, a, a day you always remember. Yeah, no, of course. I think... The nerves were crazy. I was so nervous. Um, I'd literally just come back from a, quite a big injury with my hamstring. Um, but yeah, no, I just think it's a moment I was obviously been working for for my whole life. And I went on um, against Man City. And yeah, it was it was tough to say the least. Um, getting used to playing in such an intense game. Obviously, the WSL was obviously getting bigger and better. Um, but to play against the, the big dogs of Man City playing against Georgia Stanway, playing against Lauren Hemp. Yeah, it was just an eye-opener to think, I'm not at the level now, but I'm, I know, I know, I'm, and I'm striving to get there because, yeah, like, like I said, it was just an, uh, an amazing experience to play with some world-class players on my team and just to learn from them and, yeah, just to trust in the manager to play me. Um, but, yeah, no, it's just like you said, a moment now, I'll always remember. Yeah, and unfortunately, as you mentioned, you had some injuries and that's always hard for a young player. Um, yeah. Obviously, this season, you've been playing week in, week out. Is that has that been one of your positives this season, knowing you can play full 90 minutes and stuff like that? I think, yeah, I think this the last six months for me has, has been probably the most happiest I've been ever in football because I've never been fit for such a prolonged period. I've always had dips and, and injuries and in playing for, for a club, so... Yeah, to know and to trust in my body that I can pit performances in for 90 minutes and just all the hard work that I've put in to, to get to where I am because it wasn't easy. But I met some really good people along the way that helped me with my rehab. Um, and yeah, just so grateful. And then just it's just such a humbling experience and it just makes you realise like you can never take anything for granted. Um, and yeah, just enjoy every day as it comes and don't look too much into the future. Now, have you um, always been a fullback? Has that always been your position? Or like anybody you play everywhere when you're younger and you, you just then set yourself at a position yeah. you want to play? Uh, yeah, so when I was a kid playing with the boys, I was a number eight, kind of midfielder, or winger. I just got the ball and run with it and just tried to score, really, like any youngster does, really. Um, and then when I went into Middlesex, my coach said, look, Maisie, we think we can like form you into to be a really attacking right right back. And at the time, I was like, no, like, I want to score goals. I want to get assists. And then actually developed me as a player. Like, it really did allow me to show my defensive attributes as, as well as flying up and down the wing using my pace. So, yeah, I was, as a kid, I was just, I wouldn't even say I played any position. I just wanted the ball and I wanted to score. But now, yeah, I just think, obviously, going through going through the England age groups, playing for Chelsea, playing fullback, I'm just very comfortable in that position. And, yeah, like I said, it just allowed me to really just use the flank as much as I can. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned England. You know, what was that like playing playing for your country? You know, I know you, you actually played with some of the, the town players in your squad now, your teammates now. So um, what was that like playing for England? Yeah, obviously when I was... So I went from the 15s to the, to the 19s and it was it was amazing. Like the professionalism there was so good. Um, when we went to the Euros, I, it was a moment that, again, just another special moment I'll never forget ever. Um, competing against the best teams as the youngsters, Germany, America, all of that stuff. So, yeah, I think it really just helped me 
focus and know that if I work hard, then anything's possible. And yeah, playing with some world class players who are who are really thriving at the moment, the likes of May, May Letizia and, and Katie Robinson. Um, yeah, like it was just really fun. We all come together from different clubs, and we all just wanted to work hard and play against the best teams in our age group. Um, and like you said, working with some of the some of the Ipswich players. Um, me and e, me and Ek pretty much grew up together from the 15s until the 19s. I missed a f- maybe a year or so because of because of my hip injury. Um, but yeah, like when I was on camp, I, it made me it made me see how how the Ipswich girls were, and they all loved the club so much. And I think probably that's one of the the things that attracted me to come come to the club because they all work so hard for the club and they all love the club so much. And I thought something that's something I really want to be a part of. I want to be a part of a homely club, a, a club that really wants to invest in their players. And I've seen that through through the likes of Ek, Kyra, Boz, Peskit. Like they've all come through the development. Um, all played with them in England, and yeah, it just made me realise like I want to be a part of a team so so strong and so connected. How did um, that sort of segues nicely there, Maze? I think you know what you're doing here. Um, <laughs> how, how how did the move come about then? Did you know much about Joe? And obviously you probably knew about Ipswich because obviously we played West Ham yeah. um, in, in the FA mm-hmm. Cup. And, and of course, we know we, got, we lost 1-0, of course, live on Sky, not, not live on BBC, on TV. But um, but yeah, how did the move come about? So obviously the choice to leave West Ham, I, I needed I needed to hopefully push to get minutes um, and, and be in an environment where I could learn and develop because being out for so long, you kind of obviously lose. I've lost two years of, of football development and I wanted to go to a team where I could really focus on developing and focus on trying to help the team as much as I can and hopefully given a chance to, to play and stuff. Um, and yeah, like you said, I, I've known of Joe for a while because when I was at Chelsea, when I was 16... We always used to play Ipswich at, at the training ground. And even when I used to go to the training ground, I used to think, wow, the facilities are incredible. Um, and Ipswich were always always a team that, as Chelsea, we kind of not struggled to play against, but it was a harder game for us. We had to prepare and really think about how we was going to play them because the style of play was was really hard to play against. Um, so that obviously stayed in my mind. And like I said, I know knew Joe from, from playing against him. Obviously, I recognised his face, etc., um, so yeah, like leaving West Ham, I wanted that experience. So I was obviously just speaking to to a few clubs, and the feeling I got from from Joe and from Ipswich and from all the coaching staff that I spoke to, it kind of just felt like everything happened for a reason at this point, and this is where I was meant to be. Um, it felt really homely, and yeah, it was kind of like a, a non negotiable. Like I really wanted to come here, and when obviously the opportunity was there, I, I couldn't really say no, and I was just really excited to to get started. And it seemed you settled in really well as well. Obviously, um, pre-season is always the best time. Um, I felt like it was probably the hottest pre-season we've ever had because I just remember rocking up the... Tr- um, and also, it was raining as well a lot of times. Yeah. I remember some of the games, it was always really, really hot. And obviously, the summer is hot. But yeah. um, what was that like, settling in? And, you know, I remember going, turning up to the training sessions, taking some pictures, and I'm like, it's raining again. Why is it raining? But, yeah, I know. Like, this English weather just don't make sense, does it? Do you know what? This preseason, it was it was it was a weird one for me because I hadn't participated in a full preseason for like three years. Um so yeah, it was it was physically hard. Um my body was kind of still getting used to playing games at the point when I moved to it, which I, I'd only played 80 minutes of a game. I hadn't hit the full uh, 90 just yet. So yeah, it was more of a uh chance for my body to get used to the demands of, of the training schedule um and playing games. 
obviously regularly because we had a game in preseason every weekend, which was really lovely. Um, but yeah, no, it was so good. It was so good to get to get to know the girls and like you said, I just I fitted in and I feel really comfortable here and I feel like I've been here forever. Yeah, definitely. And um, obviously the team is so together. But who would you sort of say um, sort of helped you settle? Obviously you knew some of the players already, but is anybody you went straight away and went, oh, I really got on with you? Um, the whole team, to be fair, it's a team. It's a team that I've never been in before. Like the team camaraderie is is unbelievable. Um, everybody kind of just took me in and and was all, always friendly. Obviously, I drive down down with Megan and Holly at the time. So obviously them two obviously spoke about training and me getting used to the club and stuff. And there was obviously really helpful with with the travelling. And yeah, like you said, I, I knew the players from England. So I think that really helped me settle in because I wasn't as nervous to to meet new people because um, obviously that is always a, a always a thing when you go to a new club and I knew obviously some of the girls from England so yeah I just I just felt really comfortable really quick um, and yeah just got on with the girls like house and fire yeah that's one thing I like to see just the camaraderie and just the, the team chemistry right now and just everyone's bonded together and you know all doing it for, for you know each other which is great yeah. to see and a uh, big shout out to, to Megan obviously unfortunately she's got her injury at the moment uh, so speedy re- recovery to Meg um, but yeah what's that been like travelling down you know to, to which we're travelling up of course you're going up to yeah. over where you guys live um, but yeah what's that been like and who who's in charge of the, the radio is anybody you know the music is it always a mixture do you know what? Music-wise, Meg, I'm quite lucky because Meg doesn't listen to much music. So I kind of just put what I want on and she's just chilling to it. So music-wise, I'm in control all the time, which is stunning. Um, but yeah, no, the, the journey's a lot easier when you're with someone else because you just talk for the whole time. And like I said, me and Meg really get on. Um, she's a really lovely girl. Um, we kind of think quite the same football-wise. So we obviously just have endless chats about football, which is obviously really really good to do um but yeah no she she's a really good character and obviously like you said unfortunately she she's injured but she's working hard behind the scenes to get back and she really cares and she really understands what she needs to do so I'm excited for her comeback um yeah great person great player so yeah 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 yeah, speedy recovery to Meg and uh, look forward to seeing her back in action. Um, let's sort of then talk then, Maze, about the season as a whole. Um, 14 appearances for you so far, you know, playing week in, week out. Um, how do you look back at your season so far? You know, a few disappointing results here and there, but some good wins as well. Um, some good away trips. Um, how, how would you sort of review your season? I think the season so far has, has, gone, has gone well. For me personally, I think, like I said, I'm just so, so happy to be playing regular football. Um and hopefully week it week by week I'm I'm getting more comfortable and and really getting back to the player that I used to be. Um and I'm feeling confident at the moment and I feel like I'm getting I'm getting to that point. There's a long way to go, but I think yeah, there's only positives and, and I'm really grateful for for the coaching staff and, and Joe for kind of allowing me to express the way I play and yeah, they've really helped me personally. Um and as a team, I think yeah, the season's gone gone good. Like the the football that we're playing is is really good. We're a very ball playing team, and we like to dominate possession, and that's something that I really enjoy. Um, and yeah, we've all took to it, and we're all playing well together, um, which is obviously a really good sign. And obviously, we've had some disappointing results, but majority of the time, I think we've always been the better team, and we're all still still young. We're all still trying to develop. Um, but yeah, we obviously want to win every game that we play. Uh, we go into it knowing that we need to 
dominate the ball and, and, and win all of our battles. So, yeah, I think there's been some some real, real positives. There's obviously some some places that we can all improve on. And, and as a team, we we can obviously grind out to get those results on another day. Um, but yeah, overall feeling really positive and, and just really, really happy with, with the football that we're playing. So, yeah. And um, yourself, player of the month for December, um, two games, very good games, obviously. And um, I, must, I must be happy about that. You know, fans had to vote for it and they, they voted you for the player of the month. Obviously, Tash was winning it. I think she won it three um, months in a row, but you're yeah. the one who took it away from her. And uh, yeah, you, you won that award. Yeah, obviously, it's a, it's a nice feeling. Um, gives me that extra bit of confidence, I guess, because, yeah, like I said, coming back from an injury is always hard, like, because people think sometimes the rehab is the hardest part, but but sometimes actually playing football is the hardest part because you get frustrated with performances if you're not playing the way that you used to play. But like I said, I think I'm just really understanding my role 100% now and I'm really excited to just keep pushing on and hopefully have performances like, like the last the December games and keep pushing on and being confident, dominating my flank and doing all I can to help Persk and Lenar and, and the front line really, really exceed in, in scoring goals and stuff. So yeah, I'm really I'm really proud of it because it's it's taken a long time to get to where I am now and yeah, I'm just just really happy. I'm not just saying this because you're on my podcast right now, but I've been really impressed by you, Maisie, the last last few months. I'm not saying I wasn't impressed with you when you first signed in your first few games, but from the, the it, last few it. months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said, you know, wait and just see what you can do. And I was, I've just been really impressed. So um, keep up the good work. Um, now I'm going to have to put you down a little bit because it's Maisie versus the mini goal. Um, you put it out on your social. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, I don't know if it's still there because I don't know if that's just a story. But um, Maisie... Take us back. Training session, mini goal, and uh, yeah, you fell over it. Do you know what? I think in training, there's always seems to be this thing that I'm just falling over things that are not even there sometimes or like getting hit in the face by the ball, but like not even getting hit in the face, but acting like I've literally just been taken out. I just, yeah, with that mini goal, I was just I was just really determined to scan and, and, and jockey and try and get back to defend and I didn't even know it was there. It was so embarrassing. Like I was so shocked, and I just laid on the floor for about ten seconds, and I thought, "This is this is recorded. Like you can't get away with anything these days because everything's recorded." So, yeah, I just think I wouldn't say I'm dramatic, but I'm a little bit dramatic, and I like I don't know. Yeah, I just think obviously I posted it because I thought it was quite funny, and yeah, this stuff happens. But yeah, I would say I'm on the the dramatic side, but it's all funny in it because. Is what it is, isn't it? Are, are you clumsy? Because I'm, I'm a clumsy man. I, I'm just I, I drop things and I I sometimes trip over things. But would you say you're a clumsy person? Yeah, I really I lose everything. I break everything. I spill every drink. I drop everything. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very clumsy. It's it's actually frustrating sometimes, but is what it is. <laughs> I'm sure you're not going to be able to live that down for that many guys who said that it was part of the training session. Everyone saw it and I'm sure everyone was laughing. Was that a moment in your head like thinking, I hope that like the recording like broke. I hope it didn't record and you're like, just yeah, but unfortunately that was straight away. Everyone wanted, yeah. I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. At least one thing happens a training session with me. So it's not like I don't want to see it. I'm actually excited to see it because I just think, how have I got myself into that situation? Like some of the girls are training always shout on me saying stop being so dramatic but it just like I'm not even trying to be dramatic like it's probably harder to to be as dramatic as I am than just to react normal but 
yeah, I always look at look at it back because I just want to think like, what was I thinking? Like, what, what's going on? Like, <laughs> I think the good thing is I don't think you've done anything in a in a game though, have you? I don't think there's been a moment or, or has there has there. Yeah, there's been a few, but I didn't post them on the socials because yeah. yeah, it's a bit embarrassing sometimes. <laughs> I think there was one moment where I think it was actually your debut against Cardiff. Um, and this was actually more of like a tackle on you. I thought that was a bit. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember. I, I was, do you know what it was? I was driving with the ball and the ball kind of come out of my control a little bit. But I thought I could I could run past the girl. So I've I've run into the fence yeah. of the, the fence and I've like tried to like grapple the fence to like keep me going because I was slowly falling. And yeah, I just tumbled it and really hurt myself. So yeah, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, I, I don't know why I can just remember that because I think I was right in front yeah. of it. I was like, Macy, you okay? And you're okay. I just, yeah, it's just, it's just unnecessary. Like, I don't know why I do it, but yeah, yeah it just comes natural. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why, you know, your teammates love you and that's why, you know, I'm sure <laughs> the fans will love you even more now and all that sort of stuff. Um, How's that been as well? Um, I always, we always mention on the podcast, we always shout out the fans, but what's that been like playing in front of uh, really good crowds and also after the game, you know, the, all the signatures you got girls have to do now from from young girl supporters, boy supporters, even yeah. just everyone of all ages. What's that been like? Yeah, like from the game when obviously I was at West Ham and we played, we played Ipswich, the amount of fans Ipswich got for that game, I was like, wow, like this atmosphere is amazing. So... As soon as I signed, I was so excited to play in front of the fans because just the atmosphere and, and uh, the aura around it. So, yeah, as soon as, obviously, we started playing at the AGL and getting 500-plus fans, and I just think it's it's the first time in my career, really, that I've played in front of fans. And it just it, it gives you that extra, extra push because you hear them in the crowd and they're, they're chanting a team, sometimes chanting your name or chanting your teammate's name. And you just think, wow, like... We've got to do it for for ourselves and the club, but also for the fans because they're they're taking their time out of their day to come and watch us, and they're really putting their heart and soul into supporting us and seeing the the little girls and the little boys after the game. It's it's like this is what we do it for. Like when I when I was growing up, it was quite hard to have those role models in football because it was less accessible. And for example, social media we didn't see it as much. And to now think that these young these young players and, and footballers wanna wanna be like us one day it kind of just it makes you feel really grateful and just just to let them know that if you work hard and, and and you've got the right mindset and and you need to do what you need to do then it's possible to to become a player and and to have fans like this and yeah it's just it's just an amazing feeling to be honest with you and um, I don't know if the, the town fans have got a chant for you just yet, but we'll, we'll find out. I'm sure they're going to create <laughs> one and uh, look yeah. forward to that, definitely. Um, well, let's segue then, Maisie, on to the, the opportunity <clears throat> to start 2024 at the AJ Arena. Uh, a wet, cold afternoon. Um, what was that like as players, you know, sort of warming up in that? Um, and obviously there was a pitch inspection, so we were like, ooh, will the game be on? Obviously it was on. Um, obviously you had to train outside the, the ground and came back in, but... What was yeah. that like to repair in that sort of conditions? Um, it was difficult. Um, both teams are in the same scenario, so there's no excuses in that aspect. But yeah, it was hard. It was really, really cold. Um, we had a few players that were were coming on with an illness um, because of the weather. Um, the pitch was was really hard to kind of play our football on it because of the surface and and it being so wet and stodgy. Um, and it was quite hard to, to stop. I know it sounds silly, but because the, the pitch was so soft, to decel was quite hard because 
at one point my foot was literally in the ground um so yeah it was hard um and it was really cold it was probably the coldest game that we've had so far um but yeah all all round a tough day um but i think we we took to the weather quite nicely we 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 was playing well we dominated the game but yeah unfortunately um obviously the goal come um and i think something something happened with the pitch a couple slips here and there which is obviously unfortunate but yeah we dominated the game and a game that we feel like we we should have took the advantage on yeah, of course. Um, you know, this was going on to you know we beat Lewis before <laughs> before Christmas break. You know, a fantastic three 0 win. And going into this game, I felt we we used a lot of that performance into this one. And you know, obviously, you can only do what you can do with the pitch. Um, chances, you know, we we always create chances, don't we, Maisie? You know, you you're part of those chances. You know, but I just felt we needed some maybe more cutting edge. I think, but sometimes when you take a shot, you, it sort of it's different to a normal day because of the pitch mm. and stuff like that. You know, but maybe the yeah, cutting edge was just needed a little bit more. Yeah, I think we, as a team, we've obviously reflected and we know that we could have been more more clinical on the day. Um, sometimes you just have one of those days that it's just not going to work out for you, which is obviously really, really frustrating. Um, but yeah, like you said, we, we created a lot of chances and we followed on for the Lewis game. We all had passion, we all had heart and we was playing some really good football. But yeah, at, at, in this league, we know that teams can punish us if we're not clinical and obviously Oxford were were more clinical than us, even though we played we played really good football and dominated the game. They 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 were more clinical and they won the game, which is obviously really unfortunate. But it's just something that we can learn on. Every game is even if we win, we lose, we draw. We have to go back to the drawing board and think, yeah, we, we might have played really good football, but we need to be more clinical. And if we can pit those two together then we'd be we'd be flying. So yeah, we're doing well, but obviously there's a there's some stuff that we can we can work on as a team together. Yeah, because I think we were definitely mainly on top <coughs> of the game. You know, it was a competitive game, end to end. I think every time we play Oxford, it's always a competitive yeah. game. Um, obviously, they had a player sent off, and now it's always hard to play against 10 men or 10 players. Yeah. Um, but what, what's that like sometimes playing against them? And I, I think they actually played differently to what we're maybe expecting in terms of when they went to down the 10. I think we were probably thinking they were going to sit back, but they, they went for it, didn't they? Yeah, it was a weird one. After they got the, the red card, it was almost like they, they went up a gear. Um, they. They were really pressing us hard. Um, they were really active. They were really energetic, which you think maybe a team wouldn't be if they go down to 10 men. Um, but yeah, maybe we didn't react too well for it to be in 10 men. And and they was on top for a little while of the game. And obviously that's when the, that's when the goal was scored. But yeah, Oxford are, Oxford are a good team. Um, they've got some really good players. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think we matched, we matched that. Um, but we just obviously wasn't wasn't good enough to to potentially score the winning goal or the goals that we needed to win the game. Yeah, and uh, I think that it's been sort of you know <coughs> announced as snatch and grab in a way because um it was it felt like that didn't it? And the goal yeah. they scored, as you said, it was unfortunately a bit of a slip, and you can't you know it's, in those conditions it happens, don't they? And it, it's a goal. I'm sure the defence, as you guys will look back and go, you know, we couldn't really do much about it. Mm. Yeah, I think. As any goal comes, I think there's obviously the slip that happened, but prior to that, the build-up. And I think there's always, no matter where the goal comes from, whether it's a free kick, whether it's a corner, whether it's a moment of magic for the other team, I think every goal is... Nah, not every goal. 99% of goals are preventable. Um, and as a team, we're very uh, understandable that it's not 
just one it's it's the whole team. If a goal goes in, it's the whole team's fault in a way, because we could all help in some capacity. Um so yeah, I mean, obviously as a backline we like to keep clean clean sheets, but it's more so as a team because the defence starts from the attack, with the attacking players pressing. So yeah, it's just something that we can work on as a whole team and yeah, very unfortunate, but we have to move on. We've got a big, big second half of the season ahead. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, uh, Evie got sent off. Um, which uh, you know, we, you look back and go, "Oh, did 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 she get a, you know did she get Zoe or not?" But you know, it's one of those things. But what was that like? Um, you know, seeing Evie after the game, and one thing, a big big shout out to all the players who who were who were not involved, but they went straight in to support her. But um, how was she after that? Yeah, Evie's Evie's a really good character. She's obviously very young, so something that she can can learn off. She was adamant that she didn't touch her. Um, so we'll see what happens with that situation. But yeah, like I said, she she was only trying to trying to help for the team. She was trying to prevent a goal, um, recovering back. I'm not sure exactly what happened, so I can't really comment on that. But she'll bounce back. She's already bounced back. She's she's looking sharp uh, training on Tuesday. Um, she's doing well. So yeah, something she can learn off. But yeah, this stuff this stuff happens in football. When you're so dedicated and so passionate for the team, some some small things can happen. And listen, it is what it is, and we learn from it. So she'll be fine. She, like I said, she's reacted well. And yeah, she's a she's a she's got a good she's got a good head on her. So she knows what what is needed to do now, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. She's been fantastic, you know, from a <clears throat> young age for her to play week in, week out, you know, recently, of course, coming in for Meg. Um, so, yeah, big shout out to you, Evie. Do not worry, do not worry. We're all behind you and uh, be back for the next um, few games. Um, let's talk then um, about, you know, just sadly the defeat as a whole, you know, full-time whistle hits. And obviously, all of you girls are dev- devastated. We all know what that could mean in terms of the end of the season result. Um, but what was sort of said in that that huddle um, from what you can say with Joe, but obviously it's just a lot of positives because performance-wise, I thought we played well. Yeah, it's it's, it's, t- it's a tough one to take. Um, it's, like I said, a game that we think that we should be getting three, po- three points off. Um, like you said, like we could almost fall into the thing of knowing what it could do for the, for the season, but we can't we can't think like that because we know that as a team we're good enough to to play in the higher division and we play good football so we've just got to all keep our heads and know that now we need to do everything that we can do to to do what to do what we can um we've still got loads of games left of the season um that we needed to play well and perform and get the points with um it obviously is really frustrating, and after the game, personally, obviously, I was I was gutted. Um, but it's one game, and if we let that game determine the rest of the season, then we'll put ourselves in in a worse position. Um, I think in football wise, we're we're really gelling, we're really playing good football. So I think in that way, we're we're really confident that we can beat any team on our day. Um, yeah, I just think it's just it's just a turning point now. We need to really push on. We need to work together. We need to stay together, most importantly. And we'll get the results that we need to get and, and, and see what happens because we all back us as a team. We know that the coaches back us, the, the club itself backs us. So, yeah, obviously there's a few negatives, but it's just a click now. We need to, we need to get to that next level. Indeed. And, um, of course, we switch our focus to <clears throat> the FA Cup. And of course, a, a competition we love, and um, obviously we've got that fantastic result against Lewis, and uh, we then drew uh, Cholton 
in the fourth rounds. Um, yeah. At AGL Arena, which is always good. 1pm kickoff. They're second in the championship, Maisie. This is a game I'm sure we're excited to, to be involved in. Um, going to be a tough game, but should be a really interesting one as well. Yeah, I think as a team, like I said, because we're, we're striving to play in, in that league. Um, we obviously played some championship teams in pre-season like Charlton and Crystal Palace. I'm pitting some really good performances against them. Um, and, and we was a new team. Uh, and like you said, the Lewis the Lewis game, we really, really played well. We we dominated the game against a championship team, scored some bangers, scored three really, really good goals. And yeah, I just think, obviously, beating a championship team like Lewis a couple of weeks ago and now going, to, going into another game with a champ team, I think we really thrive against against big teams and because we really like to play football we're a ball playing team I think it really works in our favour um, but yeah we, we obviously back ourselves we know that we're good enough to play teams like this um, obviously we need to show up on a day and yeah just like I said we've got a really young exciting team and I think we all know that we all want to play and play at that level so now it's time for, for us to show what, what players individually we can do um, but as a team, to know, yeah, we, we, like we can play against these big teams, and yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a very tough challenge. But games like that is is games like these is what we we play football for. We like playing in the big the big games. FA Cup's magical. You never know what's going to happen. And I think, yeah, we're just really confident and going into the game with so much excitement because hopefully we get some good we get a good uh, level of crowd. Um, and yeah, just FA Cup so magical. And obviously, like you said, we've done we've done well so far. So. Hopefully we can just really perform on a day and just really show that what, what we can do. Yeah, and uh, Charlton, yeah, they're a very good team, as we said, <coughs> second champ. They're unbeaten since October. They beat Bournemouth 6-0 in the last round, so loads of goals there. Do you know much about the Charlton team? Any any players that you've maybe played up against before or even maybe been teammates with? Yeah, I know I know three or four of the players there. Um, I know Kate Longhurst, obviously, was at West Ham together. Yeah. Um, Great person, great player. So it'll be good to to play against her. And yeah, it'll be not a bit weird, but because when I was young at West Ham, 17, 18, she really helped me. Um, and to now be playing against her is just, yeah, it's just amazing really personally. And my best mate just just signed for them yesterday on loan, Mel Phyllis. So it'll be good to play against her. We played played together at West Ham, Chelsea, England. So I know, I know her game inside out. Um, so yeah, hopefully that gives us a bit of an advantage. And yeah, I know a few of the girls from the old age groups in England, and yeah, some some very good players. Um, but yeah, hopefully on the day we just win our battles, and and I'm I'm, I'm confident. Yeah, and um, there's a fun fact actually against <coughs> Charlton. Uh, back in 2018, we played them in the FA Cup. Unfortunately, we lost that game five uh, two after extra time. But we were a, a fourth tier side, and of course Charlton, I think, were a, a second tier championship side. Uh, I think Tash played in that game because that's how long she's been here since 2018. And uh, we, yeah, we took them to extra time when we were a fourth tier side. Now we're a third tier side doing well and they're currently, of course, doing well as well. But it should be a very entertaining game. Uh, Maisie, big question. Um, when do you reckon we'll see your first goal? Um, you've, you've had a few <laughs> moments, uh, obviously, as your position. You know, it's always difficult maybe to get in that position to score, but there's been a few flashes, isn't there? Yeah. Do you know what? In that pre-season game when I scored, I thought, yeah, this is the season to bag some goals. But yeah, I've had a few chances. I've I've missed quite a few sitters. I'm not gonna lie to you. I should have scored a. I should say I should have scored about three goals so far. But it's coming. My relationships with the wingers, obviously, hopefully, get some get some goals this season. But I'm feeling confident. Maybe this Sunday I'm feeling something. Maybe this Sunday I might pull one out of the bag. 
You never know. You never know. Because yeah. Cora did it against Lewis. You know, she took, you know, I think 60 games for her first, first goal for town and yeah. she actually scores an absolute banger. Um, so maybe same with you, Maisie. You got a celebration in mind if you do ever score? Mm, no, do you know what? Because I don't score often. I'd probably just run over to the person who assisted me. But I promised Kieran that I'll scream vamos because <laughs> all the Spanish players and it, it looks quite cool. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Probably in the moment, I'll have so much adrenaline that I'll probably just run over to you to try and get a, a celebration photo. So, yeah, we'll see. Might Yeah, we'll just see. We'll see what happens in the moment. Definitely. And uh, yeah, 1pm kickoff at the AJ Arena. Pack it out, ladies and gentlemen. Get down there, support the girls. Should be a really good game. Bring it on. Uh, well, Maisie, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining me. Any other business? Anything else we, we should know? Anything else you want to shout out yourself? <laughs> no, I think we've covered everything. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's been good to have a catch up chat with you and hopefully by the end of the season we're we're all flying and and we get what we need to get indeed mate it's, it's been a pleasure thanks so much for joining me uh, enjoy training in the, in the cold as we were chatting up there it's um you know december because last month how was it in terms of training because it's december you think it's really freezing but it wasn't yeah. as cold as it is now the temperature's dropped doesn't it yeah last month it was it was fine like we was in shorts and a top and i was sweating but what was the day on Tuesday? It was different. It just felt like this is really winter now. Like my hands were numb, my feet were numb. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not excited for the winter. I can't lie, I'm not excited for it. No, no, yeah. Warm up everybody for the AJ Arena. Get yourself wrapped up, and uh, yeah, but it should hopefully be heated up with the the you know excitement of the game. So uh, yeah. bring it on. Um, thanks, Maisie, again for joining me. Thank thanks everyone for listening. Um, of course, big shout out to our sponsors, John Fowler's um, solicitors, for their continued support, Mark Kennedy and Co. And uh, we'll be back for an episode very soon. Of course, no blue. Blue is gone. Um, obviously, we always will. She's 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 alive. She's fine. She's fine. <laughs> but she's not on the podcast anymore. But um, I'll be joined by a special guest every week. So um, we'll see you in the next one. Bye bye for now.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.